Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Check of Tech, your guide to all things tech. I'm your host, Isina Azam, and let's get started, shall we? So first things first, uh, Redmi just had um, a bunch of new products announced, and one of them is a smartwatch. Um, okay, I'm starting to think that smartwatches will become the new phone. I mean, it is fun printing your own money, and one of the ways to do that is making smartwatches, so it makes sense that every company from now on will make their own smartwatch. I miss the days when the best smartwatch ever, or like the only option that you had, was the the Samsung Gear series and uh, the Apple Watch. That made perfect sense. You had one for Android users and you had one for iOS users. But now you have a hot mess. But anyways, let's talk about Redmi's smartwatch. Uh, Design-wise, uh, just as I suspected, exactly the same as the Apple Watch, just without... Uh, the crown, you know that spin, that spinny thingy. I, I, I think it was called a, a crown. Anyways, other than that, it looks exactly like it. Uh, the bands look a bit um, cheaper in quality. I mean, I'm just talking about the design. It's a bit flat on the sides. Um, not like the Apple Watch, which had like a curved aesthetic to it. This one is a bit you know, flat. That's the best I can uh, talk about the design of the smartwatch without, you know, actually showing it to you. Um, what does it have? The, uh, the watch has 1.4 inch rectangular display. Uh, battery life will, will be good for up to 7 days uh, or 12 days if you use power saving mode. Uh, and then um, you, you have the obvious specs, Bluetooth, uh, heart rate monitor, um, water resistance uh, up to 50 meters and NFC. Uh, it costs $50, and it will go on sale in China first, uh, on December 1st, and coming soon to later markets. Oh no, wait, there's, there's more about the smartwatch industry. So it seems like um, there's an FCC listing for uh, another smartwatch called the Mi Watch Lite. Wait, was there already a Mi Watch? No. Okay, so it seems that Xiaomi is looking to release a light version of the original version before releasing the original version. But that's just one product, and we have two more uh, things to talk about from Redmi, I believe. Um, the Redmi Note 9 series. Okay, before we dive into the specs, or at least anything about these phones, can we just talk about today's world of naming tactics? Back in 2007, Steve Jobs unveiled the iPhone. It made sense. The phone had the word phone in it. It's called the iPhone. From the moment you hear this name, you know that it's a smartphone. Yes, it has an I in the name, which makes no sense, but it's just for marketing tactics. It still blends together nice and smoothly. Samsung, they had their S lineup. S used to stand for super or super smart, I forgot. And then Samsung unveiled the Note series, which made sense because guess what? You could take notes with the pen that came inside the phone itself. OnePlus, before this year, they had super clear naming schemes. OnePlus, the name of the company, and then the name of the generation. For example, the OnePlus 8. From the moment you heard it, you could understand that this is the 8th phone that OnePlus made. There is no random letters, there is no 5G, there isn't anything, it's just a number, maybe even Pro, maybe the T-Series, um, yeah, but it still made sense. Then you have these companies who came in here just 
destroying simplicity. Even OnePlus these days with the N100 and the N10, you would think that the N100 uh, is better. But guess what? I forgot. I mixed these two together. That's the point I'm trying to make. And here we have Redmi's Note series. It makes no sense. It doesn't have anything to do with the phone's functions. The Galaxy Note made sense because it had a literal pen inside the phone that you could take out and use it to take notes. But for the for Redmi's Note series, it's just a phone. And then you have Poco. For example, the Poco X3 NFC. Why put NFC in the name? Okay, they're trying to make NFC a big thing, apparently. Um, putting Fold in the name Galaxy Fold makes sense because it was a revolutionary device that could fold its display. Even with the flip, you it's like a flip phone, but all of it is glass. It made sense because it was a new feature. NFC has existed since 1983. It's not new. So if you're a company that wants to, guess what, get money... Make a better naming scheme. There are too many phones here, I get it. Then there's a solution. Decrease the number of phones you make. Focus only on good performing phones. It doesn't have to be flagship quality as long as the customers are happy with it. Oh, sorry about that. Um, okay, let's go to the actual phone itself. Okay, so let's start with the Redmi Note 9 Pro 5G. Oh my god. Okay, it has a 6.67 inch uh, display with... A full HD plus resolution, 120Hz refresh rate, which is pretty nice. Um, you get the Snapdragon 750G. Uh, you get a 4820mAh battery with a 33W charger in the box. You get a quad camera setup on the back, uh, a 108MP camera, an 8MP ultrawide camera, a 2MP macro camera, and a 2MP depth sensor. Does a depth sensor count as a camera? No. Uh, you go from 6 to 8 gigs of RAM, 158 to 256 of UFS 2.2 storage. 2.2 is... I mean, of course it's not the worst. I mean, Xiaomi uh, at the event was saying how fast it was compared to UFS 2.1. Big whoop. I mean, yes, UFS 2.2 is twice as fast uh, compared to UFS 2.1. But UFS 3 and 3.1 exist. Uh, the phone starts at 205 euros. Okay, now we head up to the non-pro version of the Redmi Note 9. The Redmi Note 9 5G. It gets a 6.53 inch uh, LCD display with full HD plus resolution and 60Hz. So you lose high refresh rates on the non-pro. It's powered by the MediaTek Dimensity 800U chipset. Uh, sure, I mean, it is a bit uncommon to have different chipsets on the same lineup, but uh, I think I can understand that. You get three cameras on the back, uh, a 48 megapixel sensor, uh, an 8 megapixel ultrawide camera, and a 2 megapixel macro camera. You get a bigger 5000 mAh battery with a 22.5 watt charger, but it can only do 18 watts. Then at that point, why even put a 22.5 watt charging brick in the box? You get 6 to 8 gigs of RAM, 128 to 256 gigs of UFS 2.2 storage, uh, and it starts at 166 euros. Oh, there's a third one? I, uh, okay, I uh, didn't realize it, but sure. The Redmi Note, no Redmi Note 9 4G. Okay, okay, I think I got it. So, 
the, don't confuse it with the Redmi Note 9 5G. The Redmi Note 9 4G has a completely different spec sheet. That means by just confusing one number. And do keep in mind, not a lot of people care about whether it's 4G or 5G. They just want good phone. So when they hear about the crazy cool Redmi Note 9 phone, they go ahead to a store and buy it, only to find out that they accidentally bought the Redmi Note 9 4G edition instead of the 5G edition, which makes complete sense for customers. Ah oh god, uh, I hate naming schemes nowadays. Um, the Redmi Note 9 4G, now I know why they put 5G in the name, um, it has uh, a Snapdragon 662. And get this, this phone has a 6.53 inch LCD display with uh, full, uh, FHD plus resolution, but get this, it has 120Hz refresh rate. That means that on the 5G edition, you get, of course, 5G, uh, you also get a slightly faster chipset, but you don't get high refresh rates. On the 4G edition, you have a slower chipset, a bigger battery, 6000mAh uh, battery, and a higher refresh rate that makes complete sense uh so where was i uh yeah a 6000 million power battery a 18 watch charging work in the box which in my opinion is a bad decision i mean you already put a 22.5 watt charging brick in the 5g edition which won't be used to its full capacity which you would have put in the 4g edition but you didn't want to for some reason Three phones on the back, a 48 megapixel main camera, an 8 megapixel ultra wide camera, and a 2 megapixel depth sensor. Correction, that is two cameras. You go from 4 to 6 gigs of RAM, 128 gigs of storage only, and it starts at 127 euros. Okay, other than the incredibly lame and confusing naming scheme, the phone on paper does look capable of lasting a few years. I mean, of course, with only like two cameras uh, on the phones, I don't think that will quite satisfy the photographer in you. And yes, I do mean it when I say two cameras. But the phones are good uh, for what they're worth. Uh, they're cheap. They're... That said, they're cheap. Um, so yeah, if you're on a budget, uh, I could uh, recommend these three phones. But please do not get confused between the 5G edition and the 4G edition of the Redmi Note 9. Please. So that was what Redmi had uh, this week. Uh, God, I almost wasted my entire episode length on just one topic. Uh, okay, uh, I guess we could still talk about a few things before we uh, close it off. I didn't say we're, we're getting rid of Xiaomi, though. Uh, no, they're, they're, we're still talking about it. Specifically, Poco. So Poco announced uh, the Poco M3 in a really weird way. They talked about the specs before the actual event, which doesn't make sense because what would be the purpose of the event now? It has a 6.53 inch display with a full HD plus resolution and no high refresh rate. Uh, you get the, snap, uh, the Qualcomm Snapdragon 662. You get a 6000mAh battery with an 18W charging book in the box. Um, you get 4 gigs of RAM, which is really low. 64 to 128 gigs of storage. And now on the back, you get a camera cutout that makes absolutely no sense. Okay, first let's talk about the OnePlus 8T Cyberpunk Edition, so you could understand what I'm talking about here. Uh, for the Cyberpunk Edition of the OnePlus 8T, uh, they made the, the camera cutout much wider to fit the entirety of the width of the phone, which, I mean, it was a cute design change to differentiate itself from the, the normal edition. 
and it fits the robotic future alienating uh, theme of Cyberpunk 2077. But now, when Poco decided to do the exact same idea, it just doesn't feel natural. That's not how a camera cutout is supposed to be. You do a camera cutout just for the cameras, not for the actual design of the phone itself. Granted, you could do it at special shapes, but as long as it's only at the size of the lenses, it would do its purpose. But now, by just making it bigger for no reason whatsoever, and having the cameras tightly together while not separating them, it just makes no sense. So that's why I wanted to talk about uh, the OnePlus 8T Cyberpunk Edition. Uh, anyways, let's talk about the cameras. Uh, 48 megapixel main camera, a 2 megapixel, oh my god, uh, and a 2 megapixel depth sensor. And on the front, you have an 8 megapixel selfie camera. Although not confirmed to be in the US market, it is um, going to start at $149. I'm going to say dollars this time because it's not not releasing in America, but it's also not releasing in America if you, if you catch my drift. It's in purgatory right now. So, my thoughts, uh, no, just, uh, in my opinion, uh, the phone doesn't look like a good idea to buy. I mean, Redmi had a better offer with 127 euros, which can be somewhat, uh, translated to dollars. I'm just going to say 130 dollars, which is 20 dollars, uh, cheaper than, than the Poco M3, and in my opinion, looks passable this does not so now ladies and gentlemen we have finally escaped from xiaomi's topics and uh, gone into the tiny topics a sealed copy of uh, the popular nes game super mario bros 3 was just sold for $156,000. apple will shut down uh, app store connect uh, starting december 23rd and will come back uh, december 27th Congratulations to Google Podcasts for hitting 50 million downloads on Google Play Store. And starting Season 5 in Fortnite, if you pay $12 a month, you get access to the Battle Pass exclusive skins and 1,000 V-Bucks a month. And with that, uh, we close the book of everything that's happened this week. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to listen to the other episodes of the podcast. And don't be afraid to leave a review on the podcasts. As always, uh, this is Yasin Azam signing out. See you next weekend.